0: Welcome to the All Ball Show, presented by Abstract Sports, where we bring sports back to life. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. In the All Ball Show, we focus on basketball-only content, and to tip things off, I'm covering every single team in the NBA, from worst to best in each conference. I'm going to look at their rosters and discuss how I think they're going to perform this upcoming season. And now, as we jump into the Eastern Conference Playoff bracket, let's take a look at the number 8 seed, Washington Wizards just a little background on the washington wizards Uh, they compete in the national basketball association uh, as a member of the league's eastern conference southeast division Uh, they've won a championship back in 1978 they play at the capital one arena their head coach is Scott Brooks, the former coach of the Oklahoma City Thunder, when they had the Big Three of Kevin Durant, uh, James Harden, and Russell Westbrook there. It's located in Washington, D.C., the nation's capital. Mm-hmm. And uh, the owner is Ted Leonsis, whoever that is. The Wizards have always kind of been in the playoff picture in the Eastern Conference. They get in there and they get eliminated, kind of like the Raptors. They run into a team that they just can't beat. It's like they're kryptonite. They had a 43-39 and 39 record last year, so over the 50-50 mark. By 50-50, I mean 50% win, 50% loss. 28-24 and 24 in conference play, 23-18, and 18, and 20-21 and 21 on the road. So one of the first teams we've seen that has almost had a positive record in all categories. Uh, They're just one win off of that um, on their road games. So now it's time to just rattle off some of their players' names from last season's roster. They had 15 players, and that's it throughout the entire year. That seems to be a trend as we move up into these higher seeds in the NBA. They seem to have less players on the roster because they probably have a good group of guys there, and um, maybe even some loyalty. They don't want to leave the team, so they keep it tight knit. I don't know if that's going to continue, but it'll be interesting to see. But some of these names include Bradley Beal, Tim Frazier, Marcin Gartot, Ian Mahinmi, Chris McCullough, Jody Meeks, Markeef Morris. He's a twin brother of Marcus Morris. Kelly Oubre Jr., Otto Porter, Devin Robinson, Thomas Saranski, Mike Scott. Raymond sessions jason smith and john wall i actually have john wall's autograph fun fact though it's in pencil me and some friends went to a portland trailblazers game they happened to be playing the washington wizards and john wall was sort of an up-and-coming all-star at the time uh, known as a really fast guy like probably the fastest guy in the nba Um, really good handles can shoot the ball can dunk do all those things he's really fun guy to have on your team because he can kind of do it all. I noticed it was really easy to try and get autographs because nobody knew who the Wizards were. I mean, you know, when you go to a Lakers game, when Kobe's there, obviously they all know who Kobe Bryant is, but John Wall, kids don't know who that is. So I go up and I'm like, hey, man, how's it going? He's like, oh, hey, good, how you doing? I'm like, oh, it's good. And then I give him my ticket that was printed out on a printer on an eight and a half by 11 piece of paper, folded up and stuck in my pocket. I gave that to him. The only writing utensil I had was a pencil, a pencil. I don't, I don't know if that makes it more valuable because it can be erased at any given time just by rubbing it, it could just disappear. It's in pencil and I have it somewhere in my house. One of my goals is, is to try and see John Wall in person again. And be like, hey man, so here's a funny story. I saw you in Portland once and the only thing I had on me was a pencil and this crappy piece of paper. So how funny would it be to have you trace this autograph with a Sharpie? And I want to see what he says. If he's like, you're crazy. And he gives me his shoes, then I'll poop my pants. Whoa, that just got out of hand. Anyways, back on topic. So let's look at the leading scores of their team last year. And it's exactly as I expected it would be. It goes as such. Bradley Beal with 1,800 points. Otto Porter with 1,100. Kelly Oubre Jr., 950. Markeith Morris, 840. John Wall, 797. I'm curious why John Wall is so low. Because usually he's one of the higher scorers. I guess I didn't realize he was out half of the season last year. Uh, he missed 41 games last year. I was not aware of that. He is still one of the top talents in the NBA, played half the games, and got. he would have been on, on track to have about Bradley Beal's numbers. But these guys, their their team's pretty deep, all the way down to like their 10th and 11th player. They're, it's a pretty even spread of points. And then from there it drops off. So um, these short-manned teams, they I mean, by short-manned, I mean like throughout the year they bring players on, lose players, so on and so forth. And this is their full list. It seems that they keep it together really well. And uh, they have guys that come off the bench and provide a lot of good, valuable minutes. Staying afloat while the starters get some rest. So good job on their part. I mean, making the playoffs is always a great feat. um, But they were set to go up against a really difficult team in the Toronto Raptors, which I'll get to uh, more here in just a minute. Let's take a quick look at what their roster is looking like next year. According to this, there's Bradley Beal. It says Dwight Howard. That would be interesting. An athletic guy like Dwight Howard with two athletic guys in Bradley Beal and John Wall. Man, that could be fun. Uh, Markeith Morris, Kelly Oubre Jr. This kid, he's a hot-headed young player going into his fourth year. Uh, He has a history of being ejected in big games. For example, Game 3 against the Celtics a couple years ago in the Eastern Conference semifinals, uh, which is the second round, he basically grabbed somebody and threw them to the ground. I think it was Kelly Olenek. Oh, he came running at him. I remember now. I see it in my head. Kelly Olenek, he kind of gave him a little shove or something on accident, it seemed like. And Kelly Oubre just comes running out of nowhere and just like shoves the guy. Like you don't see a guy charge a guy in the NBA like that very often, but that's what happened. And he got ejected. So yeah, hot-headed young kid. If he can keep it together, he can channel that anger and that into something else. They could be, that could be a scary addition to their team. But they're also getting a kid named Austin Rivers, who is the son of the Los Angeles Clippers head coach, Doc Rivers. He played for the Clippers a little bit ago. Pretty sure most of his career was spent there. I think he played for the Pelicans as well. But Austin Rivers has been a productive player up to this point in his career. He's really worked his way up the ladder a little bit, and I think he'll get a lot of minutes uh, with the Wizards. But, of course, John Wall is going to be back. Uh, I call him the fastest guy in the league, flashy dunker and playmaker. And when him and Bradley Beal are on the court, it's – It's just a dangerous duo to have to deal with. So I think that they're going to be a pretty good team this year with Austin Rivers coming in and Dwight Howard. I think they at least stay around the eight, six to eight spot. I don't see them going any lower than that. So being the number eight seed, the Washington Wizards go on to take on the Toronto Raptors, the number one seed in the Eastern Conference. And it didn't bode very well for them because the Toronto Raptors come in with the most wins in the Eastern Conference, made a giant leap from previous years, Cavs ended, ended up in the number four spot. The Raptors really made a name for themselves in these finals, or in these, in these playoffs, or at least for the regular season and putting up the, as many wins as they did. Unfortunately, the Wizards lost their first two games in Toronto. They actually ended up winning their two games at home in D.C., and they went back on the road, lost to the Raptors, and then came back home and lost again therefore making it a 4-2 series loss to the Toronto Raptors. After a season like that, making it to the playoffs, it's always really hard to get bounced early in the playoffs. But then again, you're going up against one of the better teams in the NBA, uh, one of the best teams in the NBA, especially according to the numbers. But you were also without your star John Wall most of the season. And when you don't have him, you can't really develop that chemistry in a solid way all the way through. Um, You're kind of relying on... Uh, just kind of luck in some circumstances, you know. I mean, when you don't have him for half the season, you don't develop that kind of connection like you normally would. And so, with him being back or being gone, whichever happened at what point in the season, uh, it really hurt them. So, I I think that makes complete sense. Number one seed almost always beats the number eight seed. Uh, so unfortunate for the Washington Wizards. But again, I look forward to seeing them play this coming season. I imagine they're going to be six to eight seed at the worst. Well, kids, that does it for this episode of the All Ball Show presented by Abstract Sports. How do you think the Washington Wizards are going to do next season? Do you think they're going to do well, going to do bad? Do you think they're going to take on some of the better teams in the Eastern Conference? Please let us know in the comments below. Also, hit the like button if you like this video, and subscribe if you want to get notifications when we come out with regular basketball content throughout the season. I'm your host, Kyle Clay 2K. I'll see you in the next one.